0: The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station.
1: You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.
0: And thank you for listening to America's Web Radio. We appreciate all the support that we get through our patrons. And it's time now. It is time for Mark the Shark from New York he could only be an attorney that's uh, that's a, what a shark is is an attorney and uh, he is a good one we know for a fact he won a case one time so he must be really good uh wait a second you're not even on the air yet. oh now you're on the air so uh, we're we're proud to say uh, you were debating lincoln is that correct lincoln logs that's what i remember oh okay and uh you won a case well we we're we're proud to have a winner on our team you know and i brought home uh, a six-pack too (laughs) and uh next week we're gonna have the big winner brandon uh you know has he done anything right or correct yet this is only an hour show so we'll start with we, we need to fill up 59
1: minutes and 59 seconds if we are going to discuss what he's done wrong.
0: But what he's done right should take a split second. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. Uh, you know, I'm not even sure he gets out of bed to do uh, press conferences.
1: Well, we, we're going to mention later on about his pressing need about gun control and how amazingly important it was that he gave a speech Uh, which I fell asleep through about maybe three minutes in, Uh, once he jogged down that hall lit with candles, that was very impressive for Christmas, had no idea what that had to do with his gun speech, and had his teleprompter gone out, it would have been a disaster. But he gave that speech, you know, it's back to the same thing again. You know, no solution, no clue, no action, a lot of rhetoric, And, of course, they sent out some, immediately they sent out, let's do some fundraising off of this. You know, 19 kids, two teachers killed. Hey, what are we going to do? We're going to fix the problem? Absolutely not. Let's raise money. So, um, and, 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 by the way, instead of staying in Washington and jumping all over this amazing major issue that they've now had, he's been in office a year and a half. And how much has he done on gun control? Why do you have to wait until something happens to do something? I don't get this administration. They're always a day late and a trillion dollars short. But, you know, right now, let me get into the program here. You're listening to Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark. And it's time for my favorite part of the show. It's time for Rhyme Time. Thank you, thank you very much. Thank you. thank you, thank you, very much. Oh, wait, we can't use it anymore. They just kicked Elvis out of uh, Las Vegas, I heard. You now have to have that licensed. So anyway, it's time for America to finally take stock. We must consider what the heck we are and what we have all forgot. We must consider what is going on and how many of us are at each other's throats. Can we all be wrong? The America I once knew long ago has become a cauldron of scalding hot tempers sick minds bent ideologies now we have nothing to show for once we all rowing we were all rowing in the same direction and what america did accomplish it beat all the projections so where did the real america fall apart was it everyone for himself this idea that we did it we did depart i can't understand why we continue to fail to see the blood in our streets, the crime is up, and the temperatures are off the scale. We look again this week, as, actually it was last week, as 19 kids that were murdered, for it makes no sense. Again, it sends a chill into the hearts of Americans. The idea of killing kids, it's a lack of school defense. Are there more crazy people and defective thinking brains? But when things like this occur in life, There's no rationale. There are nothing that explains. For we knew, or for we know, that to kill a child, you are depraved, pure evil. There's nothing to doubt. But then the politics begins. There are 19 sets of parents, who their kids they are without. Two teachers killed, who were heroes who died in the path. Of a sick, twisted, depraved lunatic in Uvalde, Texas caused by this outrageous wrath unfortunately it didn't take long before the idiot politics began there is no wait period for idiots to engage in politics I'm sorry, I'm not a fan again they attack as if guns were the cause unless these political morons get back to reality, we will need a new supply of gauze calls for more gun control is not a working solution It's just more and more of the same crap. It's just some more political pollution. Want to solve the problem? Then just get it done. Criminals and insane people don't pay attention to gun laws. Just listen for a second. It's truly not the gun. Insane people will always be evil and always be crazed. From the fog of battle, let's now focus on our our collective rage. The solution is clear to me. It should not be up for debate. We need to take the steps I'll outline. We cannot afford to wait. If you think it is the gun, once again you're completely wrong. No solution will be brought forth. No statute will change. This is the same thing that's been happening for way too long. You can tell me the truth. It's clear you don't believe. When you practice politics, you practice to deceive. Our country is on the verge of destroying itself. We can't keep killing each other. Just another idea. Killing America. The idea is now off the shelf. It's not the guns themselves. We must harden our schools. We must make them safe. Let's be clear. Stop letting the criminals out after arrests. Stop letting them go without prosecuting them. Or the end of society is very near. Why do you think no one robs a gun store? Criminals are not stupid, they just exploit your liberal views. We have seen this many times before. When no one is responsible for anything they do, no personal reality, it's very troublesome. This time, it's up for review. So you tried defund the police. That's what you did. When the whole crazy idea created turmoil on the Republicans, you blamed it. And then you ran and hid. If people can be crazy, it's their right to be. Then get them out of society and let the society be free. We cannot all live in fear. It's not healthy to live like this, with the sword of Damocles hanging over our heads all year. Insanity in this country is clearly on the rise. But does that mean that more people will be going crazy? That's really no surprise. And once again, another shooting at an Oklahoma hospital when his back surgery went sideways. So you go shoot your surgeon and three other innocents and go down and kill yourself and go out with a blaze. We haven't learned a thing. There's no hope of such a revelation. We have since Biden has been in office, continued to make the same mistakes and errors, just bad policies across the bloody nation. The Fed's Janet Yellen, she admitted her brain malfunction. She had no clue that inflation was running wild, just another example of this administration's dysfunction. So let's not forget our southern border, I'd be remiss if I didn't have to mention, still out of control, wide open despite Bayern saying it's closed, and they have no plan to stop the invasion, not an ounce of prevention. So as we close this for now, We have come to our Rhyme Time end. Don't forget to hug your children each day. Say you love them. As we may not be here tomorrow, we will not be able to adequately defend ourselves. To defend. The Rhyme Time comes to an end. Now here's the problem I have. This week was another disaster week. And another week of... What is her name? Jean-Pierre. Getting up there, the babbling brook speech. It's almost as if somebody set the teleprompter on random. And words just keep coming out and nothing seems to be done. And you have to wonder whether or not this entire country has gone completely crazy. I'm really wondering at what time do we act to change the social structure and these wildly permissive social attitudes of the crazy left wing nuts such as Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, the cackler, Nancy Pelosi, the uh, 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 let's go out and drive with your husband, Chuck Schumer, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, she's not even sure where she is when the riot affected the Capitol, and the other squad members, and the famous brainless Congresswoman Corey Bush. You don't need guns, but she needs armed security. Just remember that one. What time are we going to say to ourselves as a country, we the people no longer are going to put up with this absolute lunatic asylum-type decisions, not to prosecute crime? When did it become permissible to commit a crime, assault someone, stab someone, shoot and kill someone, and a whole host of other heinous crimes? But there are no consequences to the bad actors, because the left believes they're just misunderstood people. The people that we hired to do the job, such as the prosecutors, the governors, the mayors, they're the first and only job. Their first and only job is to freaking make sure that this country is safe. They're to protect the people. I hear, and and this drives me crazy, everybody knows I'm from New York, and we have an unelected governor, Hochul, because our other touchy-feely governor, Andrew Cuomo, got kicked out, or resigned, I'm sorry. And for all the crimes he committed, allegedly, no, I still have to say alleged, they're not going to prosecute him. Nah, he's got a Democrat after his name. It doesn't matter. He's okay. But she comes on board and her, I'm seeing this commercial every five minutes. Kathy Hochul will protect your abortion rights, even though the Supreme Court is about to cut off your abortion rights. Well, I am so glad that I'll be able to get an abortion for my girlfriend, my wife, whoever. Well, my boyfriend, now lately, according to the left. But you may die on the way to go get your free abortion because crime is out of control. But that's not a concern. Because they want this issue, they want this issue to remain. This becomes a dividing issue, crime. Why is it a dividing issue in this country? Why should it ever be a dividing issue? You're a victim. You know, we went forward in this country thinking that victims were the people who crimes were committed against not the other way around we completely are upside down and I'm, and I'm tired of hearing it's not their fault it's their situation it's this it's that listen the sun was in my eyes I could have caught the ball I didn't see it coming listen an excuse is just that it's not a solution it's an excuse I'm tired of hearing all the excuses they address nothing and nothing will solve the problem Nothing solves the problem. When you think it's not a problem, when you think it's misunderstood and not actually something that you can do something about, well, then you don't do anything. You know, here's another example in New York City in their wacky left-wing nut problem. They are now putting up posters on the subway that says you shouldn't be ashamed to be an addict and using drugs. It's okay. And thereby acknowledging it's okay to commit crime To facilitate your drug use But once again Everything's not your fault So don't worry about it Mr. and Mrs. criminal And Mrs. and Mrs. non-binary criminal It's okay Don't worry about it Because it's not going to happen You know Right after the break We're going to talk about The following insane asylum Got out of control So stay by Stay by your radio We'll be right back Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1,400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1,400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio.
0: If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, If you have lost a loved one and were left with a firearms collection and are not sure how to dispose of them safely, or you may have firearms you no longer want, this message is for you. I am a licensed FFL firearms dealer in the state of Florida, specializing in estate firearm purchases. It is very important that all firearm transactions be handled according to state and federal laws. You can contact me for information at firearmliquidationservice at outlook.com, or you can call or text me at 407-921-8100-247 and ask for James. Again, for information contact me at Firearm Liquidation Service at Outlook.com or call or text me at 407-921-8100. All communications are strictly confidential. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome back to America's Web Radio. And Mark the Shark. And Mark, I want to bring something up that I really <laughs> I've thought about since last night or yesterday afternoon late. And you know, the first thing that comes out is let's collect all the guns. That'll that'll answer. If we take the, all the guns away from society, that will answer all the problems. There'll never be another problem, but you know, I've got everybody has their problems, and uh, quite frankly, I have a an attitude problem that uh, I've been trying to uh, get over and and uh, not be be a happier person if that makes sense. Wait, legendary and, uh, Dave has an attitude problem? No, <laughs> no, I know, uh, but it was like yesterday. I, I, I've really been trying to come in with a good attitude. It's a new day. It's a fresh day, fresh start, yada, da, da, da. And uh, I got into a situation with the computer. And uh, with... Do I need to get a shovel and some lime? <laughs> I'd get the vodka out. That's for the gin. But anyway, uh, so the more I got to thinking about it, if they want to solve the problem, they take all the telephones away all the handheld telephones all the iPads all the stuff all the computers and I think it would be a much better world you can get I know by the time I left yesterday I was totally frustrated and uh, I had worked and worked and worked on getting something done with you know Dial one, dial two, dial three. Oops! Well, you dialed the wrong one. Even though we verified the number you gave us, we can't find it. What? You know. And uh, if it's not in the computer, it doesn't exist. Yeah. In the storm. And uh, I, the more I got to thinking about it, the more, uh, you know, look at the people. Yeah, you know, it's it's like these shooters. Most of them have been playing all of these dastardly games. And uh, you shoot somebody, blood spurts out all over the place, and then they jump up and they're okay. Does that sound like uh, what well, they do in courts? So they just there's been there's been a long kind of. I guess what they're trying to do is
1: figure out whether or not there's a causal relationship between playing video games and the acceptance of violence. And I got to tell you, from my standpoint, this is another one of those things where. If you say it's raining and you had a car crash, that you were you know, you know, were sitting there drinking a beer in your car and you weren't paying attention to the road, but it was raining and you had the car crash. So somebody's going to come along and say, well, the reason that you had the car crash is because it was raining. No, the reason was because I was drinking a beer, not paying attention to the road. But they can make that causal relationship based on anything. And the problem is... That you didn't see. Listen, I grew up with Wile e. Coyote and you know, Bugs Bunny shooting <laughs> each other and Elmer Fudd shooting Bugs Bunny. And I never went out and I never shot anybody. And I never went out and committed violence based on a cartoon. Because I, I got to admit, you do sort of look like Elmer Fudd. Yeah, I had two parents. That would have kicked my butt had I done something stupid. And this is what you find in most of these cases, is you find a dysfunctional family. You find, for instance, this guy in Uvalde came from a dysfunctional family. The guy in Buffalo, he was a problem child. He was a dysfunctional kid. You can blame everything on something else. And this is the whole concept behind the left wing. Nothing is your problem in this country. And I'm just going to jump off to the side, and I know I shouldn't do this, but I'm going to. This loan transaction stuff is driving me crazy. Student loans. Let me ask you something. Here we go again. This is this is the principle that I am focusing on and this is what everybody seems to be missing. Personal responsibility must be mandatory. You must take responsibility for your own actions. If I go out and I take down $40,000 to get an educational loan and to get an education in a study program like, oh, I don't know, let me look up French art, and I'm going to get my degree in French art, and I live in the United States, and I'm not planning to go to France, hey, guess what? You're probably not going to get that high-paying job that you thought you would in order to sustain yourself. So you, there are things that they put together in these colleges, these degrees, that are so absurd It is not geared towards being a functional part of society. And when you turn around and you tell me right before the election, because you're trying to buy a bunch of people, you tell me you're going to wipe out student debt, $6 billion. You didn't wipe it out. Let's be real clear about it. You didn't wipe anything out. What you did is you took that $6 billion and you made it my problem and you made it legendary Dave's problem and you made it everyone else who pays taxes into the system. That's their problem now. But you know what? Guess what? I didn't contract for you to go to college. How about the guy who doesn't go to college? Why is he now paying for your college education? And here's another thing. I took out some loans when I went to law school. And guess what I did when I got out of law school? I didn't say, hey, Mr. President, can you get rid of my loan for me because I'm a good guy? No, I said, gee, I signed a loan agreement, and it said pay back this amount, and that's what I did. And if you don't pay back that amount, you're in trouble. Because guess what? Federal loans are not dischargeable under the bankruptcy code. And you know why they did that? Because they made it easy for colleges to get the money, and they made it easy for the people to get the money to the colleges. And now they figured out that if people do this... They're just going to have bankruptcy when they get out. They have nothing anyway when they get out, and they'll knock out all the student loans. So what did they say? The smart people in this country said, "Uh uh-uh, you cannot discharge federal student loans in bankruptcy. And you know why they did that? Because personal responsibility was on the table back then. And what did the Biden administration just do? And all the idiots in, in charge of this. They turned around and they said, you know what? We understand you went to college, had a great time for four years, partied your butt off, came out with a degree that's useless, and guess what? We're going to give you, get rid of those loans, up to $10,000. We're going to just trash them. You didn't get rid of anything. You just shifted the burden to the American taxpayer. And therein lies the problem. Again, it's the basis of everything that we're discussing, all of these issues. It's not my responsibility. And who is the chief of, it's not my responsibility? Have you listened to Joe Biden lately read the teleprompter? He is responsible for nothing. His administration is responsible for nothing. Here's the other problem with that. When you're in charge, allegedly, and you're not responsible for anything, you can't come up with a solution. You're clueless. You are
0: completely clueless. Who was who, who it that used to have a sitcom? Not my job. <laughs> I know what you're talking about, but
1: I don't know the name. But it, it's, you know, Wednesday, Biden actually was on television without, a I think, without a teleprompter. If it was on the teleprompter, it's even sadder. But he said he basically has no clue on what to do to fix either gas prices, supply chain issues or inflation. Here's the problem. I got the solution. I have figured out, Joe Biden, I hope on your trip to Delaware this morning you're listening to America's Web Radio because I have the solution for you. Let me tell you what it is, Joe. Here it is. Everything that you have done since you came into office, get rid of it. Reverse everything dumb. The dumb, di- the dumb Biden. It should call it DB. Dumb Biden policies. The DBP. I, I just coined a new phrase. The DBP dumb Biden policies. Get rid of all of the policies that you and your cronies have put into effect to destroy America. I, I mean, literally, everything that he's done since he got in office, get rid of it. And then adopt the Trump plan. Energy independence. Lower corporate taxes so they come back to America. And I bet you if Trump was in office right now, he would have done immediate warp speed plan to produce oil and gas. First of all, we would have never been in this situation. But when I keep hearing what they keep telling me is it's a global issue. Well, here's the, here's the strong point geniuses in Washington. And Jennifer Gr- Gromham or Granholm, okay, she's a complete moron. We, she is a complete idiot. She wants everyone to go out tomorrow and buy an electric vehicle. She has no idea what she's talking about, first of all. Where are you going to buy your charging station? Where are you going to get your charging station? When you're driving along the highway, what are you going to do, pull over? The funniest thing I ever saw was an electric vehicle pulled over on the side of the highway. Somebody had pulled up with a portable generator and was charging the electric vehicle with a gas-powered portable generator. That is, that is just a masterful. I want to put up a 40-foot painting outside the White House of that. The, the magic of electric. They have no idea what they're talking about. And no it's carbon not footprint. Yet. You know, it, it's... It, I, would, I would turn around tomorrow. Get rid of all the red tape. On a warp speed, call it warp speed oil. Get rid of all the red tape. Immediately, immediately fund all development and drilling. Immediately open up all federal leases. Just because... Here's the fallacy again, and I keep telling the people this. The fallacy is just because they issue the lease doesn't mean that they issued the permit to drill. And secondly, you they might not find oil where you just leased the land. So you got to go and explore. This is a period of time when they created this problem. They have created the problem. Make no mistake about it. You know, and how do you uncreate a problem? You change the
0: policy back to the way it was. You know, uh, Mark, one of the things that the idiots... In the administration and the head idiot didn't realize, oh, well, we're, we're saving the earth, we're making it green by shutting down the pipelines and going away from, hey, we're going to take care of the carbon footprint, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. And what they failed, and I don't think they're competent enough to understand this, but when they shut down the oil... It's like throwing a rock in a silent lake. You get the ripple effect that goes everywhere, and that's no, what it's, we're it's beginning. Not that. What
1: they did is they took that rock, they tied a string around it, they tied it to America, and they threw the rock in the water. And America's going down.
0: And uh, you know, we have the ripple effect that's affecting everything. It uh, it's not. It's affecting People the radio have no station. Idea it's how affecting much of our, everything. Uh, people have
1: no m- how idea, they have no idea how much of our society runs on trucking. Oh. And trucking runs on diesel. And diesel is through the roof. Six, seven, eight dollars a gallon I've seen. And a guy who used to spend four or five hundred dollars on a trip with his truck is now spending fifteen hundred. Not only can he afford it, but guess what? They're going to kick our butts when we get to the supermarket. So now that loaf of bread... That used to cost $1.99. It's now 340, or 440, because of the gas prices. And you might as well throw in that other genius effect. Let's raise the minimum wage. So the guy now putting that bread on that shelf is now getting 15 bucks, 20 bucks. But when he goes to the supermarket this is the interesting part of the whole deal. Now he's making 500 dollars a week, 700 dollars a week. He can't afford to buy that bread anymore that he used to buy when he was making $12 an hour or $6 an hour.
0: And it's so, uh, it's not only, and we're going to start exploiting this as advocates for farmers, but it's not only the trucking of getting the bread to the grocery store. It's getting the wheat to the person that makes the bread. It's getting the tractors filled up with diesel that take care of the farmland. It's costing... My farmer to put an employee on his very expensive tractor, fifty-five dollars an hour, to run a tractor with a with a farmhand, and that has to be passed on. He can't keep doing it. And then you you take the wheat, and by the time you harvest the wheat and get it to the to the manufacturer of the bread company and turned into flour and all of this, you've got so much fuel involved that you're lucky if you only pay 3 or $4 a loaf. It's going to and be $10 a loaf.
1: What about the expense of the fertilizer?
0: Oh That's yeah, quadrupled. And, and guess what fertilizer's made out of?
1: Yeah, well, according to AOC, we should get rid of all of them. <laughs> and her too? Yes. We have to, we really got to get, America needs to focus. You know, I I just saw the numbers again. Inflation is up 8.6, you know, but they say wages rose. Now you watch that number is going to change also. They say wages rose, but you're still missing 3% on that. So, OK, wait, wait, wait,
0: wait a second. You just said wages rose. So we're growing wages, and: they, and Well, we grow
1: wages because if inflation is high and wages don't match inflation, we're actually all taking a pay cut. Oh You're all taking a pay cut. That's the way it happens. But the, the problem was is unfettered government is, is out of control. When you put people in office. Who don't know what to do. You get zero solutions. You know, they they're confusing <laughs> they're confused. Why is the gas prices going up? It's a global issue. No. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm usually right. Joe Biden said when he came in, he was gonna get us off of fossil fuels. He was gonna create a war on fossil fuels and he was gonna make sure that fossil fuels disappeared. When you're paying $11 a gallon, folks, your cars are going to disappear. Your travel is going to disappear. Your flights are going to disappear. Your food in your supermarkets are going to disappear. He doesn't understand basic economics. And, and while we talk about basic economics, oh, let me throw in the genius of the month. The genius of the month club goes to Janet Yellen. Hey, that's right. We have a winner here. We didn't realize that inflation was out of control. We didn't understand the trajectory or the, the trajectory of inflation. I'm pretty sure a fifth grader understood where it was headed, but yet Janet Yellen, the the person in charge of the Federal Reserve, doesn't know the trajectory of inflation. Everybody's been yelling for months, years almost. That inflation is going to take place. And she goes, hmm, I don't have a clue. I don't have anything to do. I have no knowledge of this. This goes back to Biden claims he has no knowledge of the baby formula problem. It wasn't brought to him until April. But then Peppermint Patty from the podium used to claim that he was working diligently on it. And the president was well aware and briefed on the situation. Well, here's a thought. I'm about to close down a plant that provides 40% of America's formula. A, do nothing. B, blame it on the Republicans. C, get some more formula before I close it down. Now, I know it's a multiple-choice question, but some of you, some of you may get it right. Well, apparently our government didn't understand that question either. Another one of these administration dysfunctional issues. You take forty percent of the baby formula off the market, and guess what happens? Now it's not a problem because men are now getting pregnant. I'm pretty sure that's not the reason that there's a baby formula shortage. Although Doctor Buttigieg may disagree with me, although I don't know is he still on family leave or did he come back? You know, he he was dealing with the racist roadways for a while, and then I think he took off to uh, breastfeed his child. Something like that. I, I don't know. I got that problem. You know, it's, it's his problem. But, you know, he's the secretary of transportation. It seems that everyone that they hire is more incompetent than the last guy they hired. It's, it's almost pretty funny. You know, and this week they had the crisis management. Here's the problem. When you have a crisis, you have to have crisis management. And when you go to the management department in the White House, there's nobody home. The lights are on, and there's nobody home. It is pretty amazing. We have all these crises in this country. Nobody's in charge of anything. When they asked her, they asked Kareem. I think her name is Karim Jean-Pierre, the new press secretary. Actually, I love her hair. But she has less answers than Peppermint Patty had. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. Everybody who they hire after the last disaster is a bigger disaster. So she couldn't point to a single person who was in charge of, from the administration of the formula problem. Now, lots of kids are going to the hospital now. What are we doing about it? We're working on it. What does that mean, we're working? We're And here's the catchphrase for the society that we live in. This is the new problem. We are doing everything we can. What? Okay, I have to keep it clean because it's a family show. But what the freak does that mean? If I ask you something and I tell you, how am I going to get from the southern state to the northern state? What road should I take? And you tell me, we're going to work on the directions. That doesn't tell me how to get from the southern state to the northern state. That tells me that you don't have a clue what's going on right now. You're going to try to work on it and try to come up with something. But that's not the job of an administration, because somehow or another, they never come up with an answer. This is like going to take an exam. You sit down in school. You take the exam. The questions are before you. They need solutions. But you never finish the test. It has no answers. The questions are still there, but there's no answers. So I I just, I'm baffled by, and and here's the other problem, is nothing, nothing, nothing in this society gives you a pass in reality on personal responsibility. But the Democrats and these liberal left-wing numbnuts are trying so hard to take that personal responsibility away. For, for Kennesaw, I, I think it was Wisconsin when they had that car drive through the parade during the Christmas parade, okay? And the news, the mainstream media or the lamestream media, what they came out and they did was a disservice to America again. They came out and they said, a car ran through a parade. Ladies and gentlemen, my car has been in my driveway now for two weeks because gas is too darn expensive haven't gone anywhere, but it hasn't driven through anybody's window, anybody's door, or anybody's parade. Nobody. Why? Because it's not the instrumentality. And this is where we wind it back to the gun control issue. Here we go again. Focus on the instrumentality. Now, last week, we had our locked and loaded expert in, Roger B., and he told you, Tim- Timothy McVeigh. Remember that bombing? So what are you going to do now? You're going to outlaw fertilizer. Is that what you want to do? No. Let's focus on following the people who are the problem. We're going to get back to the same thing again. We're going to go to uh, the Republicans and the conservatives. They're going to say, listen, the Second Amendment is absolute. And by the way, legendary Dave, I, I couldn't figure out his word side salad. Hmm. He keeps telling me the Second Amendment is not absolute. I am completely baffled by his teleprompter malfunction. Yeah. A constitutional amendment must be ratified by all states. And that was ratified by all states. And that was absolute. It is absolutely the Second Amendment. In fact, the Second Amendment is probably the clearest and most concise out of all of them, quite frankly. I mean, it's pretty clear. It doesn't really give you any, like, uh, how we say, uh, any any wiggle room, right? There's no wiggle room in the Constitution. It's pretty clear. It's not a privilege. It is a right. And and that is something that confuses the left. You know, and, and I'll bring it back to why are we having such trouble now? Why are we having such crises now in these big cities? And here's the responsibility part. Because you created the issue. It started in Seattle, it started in Portland, it started in New York City, it started in Baltimore. And coincidentally, you're talking about causal effect? They're all run by Democrats.
0: Yeah, let me ask you something, Mark. You, I, I know you went to a uh, matchbook uh Law got your matchbook law degree. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> a bubblegum machine.
0: At, at some point, you had to study the Constitution. At some point, you had to open a book or something that had the Constitution in it. Now, Indeed, of,
1: we did. We had a picture book.
0: Did you? And yeah. let me ask you, at any time during the time that you were studying any portion of the Constitution... Did you see that book go up and down, or take a breath, or was it? And people keep saying, you know, it's a living constitution. I'm sorry, but I've never seen the Constitution take a breath. It may take a breath and sigh at the stupid people that are reading it that don't <laughs> understand it, but I've never seen it breathe. You know, and, you and know, to say it's a living document, no. It's a document that attorneys, that people of knowledge, they may interpret it. And, you know, there have been cases where one group interpreted it one way and another group another way. But that didn't mean the document was breathing. It was
1: very simple. Here was the brilliance behind the Constitution and then the Bill of Rights. The brilliance was they knew what tyranny was. They knew what tyranny was. They had experienced tyranny. Something in our generation and in the generation before us, we had not experienced tyranny. And I'll tell you what I just heard that was very disturbing. Congressman, it's Mondaire Jones, Democrat out of New York. Surprise, surprise. (laughs) If they don't get their way on gun control, they will force their way through just like the tyrannical dictators that we broke away from. And how are they going to do this? He spelled it out. He told you exactly what he's going to do. You want to leave the Democrats in in charge? Listen to me, America. This is what's going to happen. He said specifically, if the Supreme Court blocks us, we will pack the court. If they use the filibuster, referring to Republicans, we will abolish it. What does that sound like? Does that sound like a democratic republic? Or does that sound like tyranny? Does that sound like a dictator? Does that sound like the things that we broke away from? This is not Russia. This is not China. This is not Stacey Abrams' planet Earth. Although I'm wondering whether or not she's from planet Earth. But here's the... the, it's, It's very clear, and I'm just...
0: Mark, I'm sorry, but... uh, We lost ourselves for a second. Yeah, now
1: you're back. Ah, the Biden administration got me again. I'm telling you, I'm I'm beginning to wonder. I'm beginning to wonder. But I was going to read the Second Amendment. I'll do that real quick. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Now... There are three sections I want you to be paying attention to. Being necessary to the security of a free state. That's the first one. And the second one is the right of the people, not the right of the government. And the the third part is shall not be infringed. Here is the difficulty in this. The Second Amendment is pretty clear. It's been interpreted, you can put reasonable restrictions, but here's what happens. When you start with this gun control issue again, you're going to wind up in the same situation where nothing happens. And the reason nothing is going to happen is because they misinterpret that statute. This, you have to understand where the Constitution and the Bill of Rights are. They are not a limit on the people. They are a limit on government. Let me say it again. It's very clear. It's a limit on government, not the people. It is a governor on a car. It slows the government down from doing stupid things. It slows the government down. and supposed to stop the government from being a bunch of idiots and taking over. Because they saw what happened when the kingdom was up. They didn't like it, and they broke away. So now you have these people in Washington who... Again, I I talked about it last week. I don't know if they were stuck on stupid when we sent them there or did they get stuck on stupid when we, I should say, before we sent them there or when they got there. But either way, it was ridiculous. You can't have people making the same stupid things over and over again. As my great friend Chris would say, that's the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. You can't get that. So this week, again, we had another genius, uh, the director of National Economic Council, Brian Deese. He might as well say idiot in charge of the witless economy. So this witless puppet spits out. He turns around and he says, you know, i got to just give him a good idea. Biden wanted an idea. I got one for him. Fire the Biden administration. It would probably be a real good idea right now because not only have they destroyed the economy that that Trump left them, but they keep touting the fact that the economy is building its biggest back since it was shut down. Okay, let me explain something to you. If I take my car and I bring it to a screeching halt and I'm doing zero miles an hour and I take off and I'm now going two miles an hour, I've doubled, I've doubled my speed, haven't I? I'm now going two miles an hour. That's not where we were. We're at 90% under Trump. We were booming. This economy without COVID would have been over the top. Trump would have got elected without even a sweat. I don't think the Democrats would have run somebody against them, by the way. But that 100% increase that they're telling you, it's fake. Because the economy was shut down by the government. And yes... It was on the Trump watch before it was shut down. That's correct. So, yes, is it Trump's fault? Well, let's just go this way. We didn't know what COVID-19 was. We had Dr. Fauci shut it down, put a diaper on your face, guy. You know, two weeks, flattened the curve, turned into two years. You know, they took everybody's income away, and now they want to squeeze the rest of what's left of America. But, you know, the problem is, is that when you wind up a spring, and you wind it too tight, at some point, it's going to unturn. At some point, it's going to release. And that's what they've done. For two years, they, they just wound that spring up. They shut us down. Then they turned around, and now they said, nothing that you did is your response. You're not responsible. You burned down Seattle, <laughs> not responsible. Two billion dollars later, no problem. Don't worry about it. It doesn't really matter. You know, the, the problem is this, very simple. Is if you keep ignoring the defective people in this society, you knew they were defective. You saw them coming up in high school. You saw them coming up in grade school. You saw them in society. You saw them in the workplace. You know who these people are. You know who they are, and yet you didn't do anything. Well, guess what? This is what creates the problem. It's not the weapons. So would you say it would have been better off if this guy in Buffalo would have walked into the supermarket and blown it up? Would That would have helped everybody with the gun control? No, because you're focusing on the wrong thing again. You know, I'm trying to get America back to focus. You know, the, the title for this next, the, the, the next sort of run-on sentence I'm having here would be Focus America, Focus. What's important to the elitists in Washington is not important to the people in America. What's important to them is not. Look at the January 6th committee. Just think for a second. January 6th, the insurrection that wasn't an insurrection. It's the same thing they're doing again. It's like when they went and they spent $40 million on the Mueller investigation just to find out that Mueller could have investigated the bathroom crime and come up with the same solution and the same result. Zero. Nada. Zip. You know, and, and I want to jump in actually right now to the Sussman trial. Hey, I'm going to put some Hillary donors on, an AOC donor. I'm going to put somebody on who, that Sussman's kids have the same sports team with, and I'm going to ask them whether or not he lied to the FBI. Well, you'd all look at me and say, are you kidding me? That's ridiculous. Well, it just happened, folks. Yep. Our famous John Durham surfaced and brought the trial against Sussman. And guess what? He was acquitted. The evidence was there. But you know what? There's this famous thing called jury nullification. Where a jury says, you know what? He's not a bad guy. His kid's in my kid's class, so you know what, I donated to Hillary, I don't want her to get in trouble, so I'm going to set Mr. Sussman free. Even though it it was documented evidence that he billed the Clinton. He billed the, the campaign for the time that he went to the FBI. I'm sorry. If he doesn't get convicted of that, which he didn't, he should be convicted of fraud for billing a client for something that he didn't do. Now, where's the Bar Association on this? Oh, wait, that's right, it's Washington. My only question I would have for Durham is, why didn't he move it out of Washington? Because to try to convict somebody connected with the Clintons or the Democratic Party in Washington, where 91% of the people give money to the Democratic Party and always vote for the Democratic Party, and you're going to try to convict a Democrat, good luck with that. Good luck with that. You know, but this goes back to the same thing I'm harping on this year, this week. I know I am. Uh, It's because it's been bothering me, the dysfunction of not having personal responsibility. And I and I roll it back all the way back to the Black Lives Matter conduct, where we basically embolden criminals to go out, burn down society, break down society, burn down buildings, destroy police stations. And nobody gets prosecuted, whatever the criminal action they deem to satisfy their defective thinking and the sense of entitlement to resolve their issue by their own hand. That's okay. We let them burn, loot, murder, and destroy cities without any consequences. So you have the greater problem that could ever be imagined. What did you do? You set the stage. You said, we're not going to prosecute you because we don't think you're responsible. Our thought process has gone defective. We take rabid people who are completely out of control. But you, the people... You are concerned. You fear for your life every single day you walk the streets. You get on a subway in New York City, you're going to get stabbed. You go walk into a juice bar, you're going to get stabbed. You know, I want to bring you back once again to Uvalde, Texas. And last week I said, you're going to find out that there were mistakes. And guess what? There were mistakes last week that we found out about. We found out this week. They did not go in for over an hour. And why? Because the char- the police chief who was in charge of a six-person school police department was the scene commander. And he held back the officers. And he held them back thinking that the scene had changed from an active shooter to a hostage situation. I've looked at the active shooter drills. I've looked at the active shooter handbook from the police departments that most of them go by. And they say, you go in, you find where that shooting's coming from, and you neutralize it. But yet this particular commander didn't do that. And here's the other problem I have is they didn't have enough equipment at the school. Here's a brilliant idea. Why not take a ballistic shield and some other heavy-duty protective gear that somebody might need to defend a school and put it in a locker in the school that the police have access to. How's that? Is that a bread idea? Rather than waiting 20 minutes for someone to show up while kids are being shot? And then the other problem was the information that little kids were calling and, and, and pleading for them to get him because he was still shooting people was never relayed to the chief. There were mistakes. There were mistakes. Again and again and again. And here, again, Thursday, the St. Francis, Oklahoma, the hospital in St. Francis. Patient has back surgery. Surgery goes sideways. It's his right to go in and shoot two doctors and two other people. Because you set the stage for no responsibility for any criminal action that you do. And congratulations to George Soros. Congratulations to him and the other moron prosecutors who are not prosecuting the criminals. And by doing this, you are really setting a precedent into your police force. You're really setting a bad precedent. Because you know what? You're going to get to the point in this country where cops are not going to get involved anymore. You take away their limited liability, you take away their personal liability for things that happen on the job, and you now want them to go put their life and their job and their, their family's wealth on the line for something? No, it's not going to happen. You mark my words. You are creating a huge, huge problem, a huge mistake in this country is being made right now rather than honor and protect our police and put them up on that pedestal that they should be put on? Because those are the guys who go day, day to day, every day they go to work. They protect your butts from the dirtbags that are out there, the criminals. That, by the way, this administration and all the left-wing nuts are letting get away with everything. And the brilliant no-bail laws. Just put them back out on the street 10 minutes after. You know, I had a discussion with somebody who said, are you going to arrest somebody for stoplifting for a $2 item? And I said, well, did they break the law? And the answer would be yes. So if you break the law, do you have consequences? Yes, you do. And you have consequences that are not only for that moment, but it's for the next moment. And what if this person goes out after she steals that or he steals that, does something else and does something else again? And then decides, you know what, i got enough money to go buy a gun. Because all the gun laws in your world, Biden, are not going to stop people from buying guns illegally. And by the way, just as an aside moment, has Hunter Biden been prosecuted for lying on his application for his pistol, for his weapon? No, he has not. So until you want to tell me that the law is fair, until you want to tell me that the law is just, don't tell me you want to throw another one out there. How about using the ones that are there now? That would be really smart, wouldn't it? Let's enforce what's on the books now rather than put another 3,000 pages of crap to put out there that people aren't going to enforce either. You know, we really need to take stock in this country of what's going on, and we really need to do it quickly. This administration's got another serious haul. They have another couple of years in office. And I don't know if America's going to solve the problem, create larger problems. But I can tell you, based on what I've seen so far, I think we are all in big trouble. It's time to either give up or get it straight. And I think this administration really needs to do some soul-searching and some house-cleaning. They need to get their act together, because you know what? Like it or not, he's still your president this year, and we need to figure it out. So, until next time, you're listening to Mark the Shark with Bite of Reality, and thank you, Legendary Dave, for chiming in. Have a great weekend, and everybody
0: enjoy. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.